Anna Chris, Ann and Chris, Anna Chris in the morning, Ann and Chris. Welcome to Memorabilia, a show about the hot and not hot memes. We're Ann and Chris. I'm Ann. I'm Chris. And this is episode seven, New Year, New Memes. Nice. That's a good one. It is a good one. Was that you? Was that you or me? Uh, That was me, first of all, but also not really me because uh, I took it from something I saw on Instagram. (laughs) Did you you just say the words, that was me, first of all, but not really me? Because you said that was me, first of all, then it wasn't you. (laughs) So I don't know what to do with this information anymore. Uh, We're all, there's not an original thought. We're just regurgitating thoughts. That's actually what this entire podcast is. Uh, I think that's what humanity is, though. Yeah. Like, we're all just regurgitating some thoughts, putting some, putting a little spin on it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then we're like, yeah, that's ours. A little seasoning? A little seasoning, see? Mm-hmm. You season it. Mm-hmm. Boom. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'll let you get back to your part. We are going to try to stick around the one hour mark, but no guarantees. You get what you get. We're bad at that. But we're good at that. Yeah. Consistency. Right? Yep. Consistent, we're consistent at being over or under the one hour mark mostly uh, we have mostly never over. been under <laughs> <laughs> when Anna and i got into this we said hey let's keep it around 60 minutes you know to make it a digestible podcast experience and uh that has not panned out ever once. we're like um like a pull string toy once you pull the string who knows <laughs> who, lo- who knows how long we go 75 minute pull string toy wait pull <laughs> pull string toys are the most predictable things ever they say the same things and the string goes in and then once the string stops right but if stop. you don't know how long you look oh, you get like the, the metaphor the yeah the string keeps pulling for us yeah They're trying to it's like one of those um ribbon uh things that magicians do where they pull it out of their oh yeah their exactly like 800 mm-hmm. minutes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big that's joke. us that's this that's, that's this, this. <laughs> <laughs> choking on a ribbon for, for 95 minutes yeah for both us and the listener oh yeah sorry all suffering all around good start to 2020 for us this is a strong start it is our last episode we recapped some of our favorite memes of the decade, but what about the memes going in? Right. You know, those matter. And honestly, I mean, I did some digging. I tried to stay hip, you know. Uh, how do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> how do you do? <laughs> Throw my skateboard over my shoulder and I, I, I mingle at the lockers. Musto <laughs> is Steve Buscemi <laughs> going into like Facebook groups <laughs> and TikTok. <laughs> How do you do? <laughs> so <laughs> a visco hey. girl, you say? <laughs> Fantastic! Hey kids, let's rap. <laughs> um, pull pull the pull the chair up and sit on it, but the chair is facing forwards, <laughs> right? I, Uncle Jesse, that chair. Um, so the one the one that has really jumped out though, I think, um, for twenty twenty, or the one thing that's jumped out is it's it's a kind of a light start to the year. I don't know if there's just like not a ton of things happening but as far as like the meme pool goes maybe maybe it's just because we're versed in pop culture memes but 
Uh, it, it has been a little bit quiet, uh, except for, for one major thing, but we'll get to that in a bit. Yeah, it's kind of a light start to the year, though. That's what I've observed. Well, I mean, there was a a meme on Dink Mammology that was something about how 2019 and 2020 are exactly the same because time is a social construct. Wow, that's heavy. Yeah, and then I think the reaction that was like there was like an image attached to it, and it was Pikachu with the like. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't. It, was um, it wasn't surprise Pikachu. It was like a different face. So I mean, that's the problem, right? I mean, it's not like flip switches from 2019 to 2020, and suddenly we're scrapping all the old memes, and there's a new crop of new <laughs> memes. You know, that's not how the seasons work. It's it's a slow burn yeah. into everything. Yeah. And this has been a slow burn. Yeah. I think there's a post-holiday malaise a little bit in the That's in the true. World. Yeah, we're getting having said that, in the world there has been a major development. True. Yeah. So that's the one that's the one area, the one caveat to this whole thing is uh the whole um uh there was uh, a a massive political event with uh the Iranian general that that got killed. Um, by a U.S. drone strike, and that has created this entirely hot genre of World War III memes. Now, it is political. It is a hugely political topic. Hugely is a real word, right? Did I use it? Bigly. Bigly. Did I just bigly? I know. Hugely. I think hugely is a real word. Have you ever had that out-of-body experience where you say something and, like, you're conscious of your mouth moving during it and, like, you just become, like, this weird, like, you're piloting your body thing? And, like, I just said a word and I was like, I don't know if that's a real word. I That happens when I write words. Okay. Where all of a sudden I have this, like, this word doesn't look right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really weird – it's – it's. I think – uh, there is a term for it. It's like called like um, senility connection or senility. <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah, that is a word for sure. <laughs> like a disassociation. Disassociation. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Disassociative or whatever. Yeah. That's like a moment where you're like, wow, I'm alive right now. That's a strange mm-hmm. feeling. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So uh, <laughs> going back, it has spawned this entirely new, um, genre of world war three memes which is really catching fire uh because obviously the 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 thing here is that tensions are super hot with iran now um and now this is sparking this entirely new world of we're gonna go to war blah 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 um now that said there's zero founding to that statement here like i'm not i'm not advising that i've read the news that we're going to war we're not doing that so that that's we need to get that out there but the meme community is like let's speculate on world war three because holy heck this is a fun topic now again it is political so it is a view at your own risk thing there are very uh there are uh it meanders between political and racist and whatever but there are some gems among them that are Mm -hmm. safe for work as it were and i think like there's a ton of categories there that it's really like and i think you mentioned this too it is a confluence of memes like we're seeing a lot of memes overlap here we've got call of duty yeah. and um draft memes what was the other one? Oh, uh you son of a bitch i'm in from rick and morty was used in that one um some new ones new references altogether. may i submit the first one go this is a screenshot i think the vast majority of these that we're referencing are on the dink memology page on facebook and world war three of memes official <laughs> the world war three memes official page real caveat on that one 
absolutely view at your own risk because view at your own risk. The out the gate, there's some pretty some not good ones. Although no, the first one's the Rick and Morty one. That one's okay. Yeah, but very quickly as you scroll, you're like, oh, so yeah, that's like a you don't definitely don't want to be looking at it at work. We're not condoning it. We're just we're pragmatically speculating on the genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's some really unsavory ones on there as well. But just as anything on the internet, view at your own risk. We are not wholesale endorsing, but there, as uh, Chris said, there are some gems among these. So my first pick is Dingbomology posted it yesterday. It's a screenshot of an old Donald Trump tweet that said, in order to get elected at Barack Obama, we'll start a war with Iran. And then under it, is the face swap with Mike Wazowski with like the Sully face or it's just sort of like the, it could be used, I think as sort of like a fusion slash like minor mistake Marvin Mm. type face. That one is super funny. The other one that I've seen is um, the Bane versus uh, what's the story with the the guy that's in the, the I don't know. Actually I've seen him around a lot though. The pink man. Yeah, I don't know, but there's one meme where it's uh, it's Bane in his uh, final square off with Batman, or one of his final square offs with Batman back from the Dark Knight Rises, and uh, Bane has his arms out extended, and the caption over him is Iran's entire military, and then they've they've pasted over Batman with uh, a a man in a pink onesie. It looks like it's just like a, a rando from a sporting event or something, uh, and it's just one Florida man on meth, <laughs> so and he has his arms. <laughs> The pink man, onesie man has his arms out as well. Uh, <laughs> it's a good one. Um, and I this think... Like, go, oh, ahead. go ahead. No, no. Go. No, no, because no, no, I, 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 might, I might pivot off of your topic, so go ahead. Okay. Well, right above that one is... I don't think this is really so much a meme. I don't know. I mean, I guess, again... This comes oh, back to yeah, the what is a meme. What is a meme? But there is a compilation video right above it that says "Me and the Boys." So that's a very <laughs> good reference. Call back to the last episode, "Me and the Boys" in WWE three. But it's actually just like a montage of like military gaffes. <laughs> so, so there's a guy like stepping up on a thing and he like trips and falls. This one's trying to get like a rolling tire and like falls. This guy falls into a swamp. This one's trying to do a high kick falls. If you like watching military personnel fall, this yeah. <laughs> this, this has got it all for you. No, there's some like real weapon issues oh, though. Yeah. There's one where they're like loading in a rocket and trying to like launch it. Yeah, the mortar falls out of the tube. And yeah. it, like the mortar like just yeah. kind of like pops out. And then there's another one where the guy throws what looks like a grenade, but like into the wall and it just like bounces back and they're just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there are some uh some good ones with the uh the 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 cat in the overalls standing up uh and, and it's just like a, a cat in overalls standing up looking over a snowbank uh and the caption above it is when i and european and and european wakes up and see world war three memes the fuck they doing over there uh <laughs> <laughs> And I think the the key that sold it for me is like any good meme, uh, it has the it has a misspelling or like a <laughs> improper grammar, which is just mm, ah, chef's kiss. I think for me the big thing that I'm seeing here though is the confluence of Call of Duty and World War Three. Like, yes, that is a there's a huge overlap here with um, the joke being like <laughs> over like. Uh, 
obviously underprepared soldiers coming out of like this generation of gamers, essentially, where they're all spending their time playing Call of Duty. Um, well, the 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 gem of which I think is uh, it is a, a group of highly decorated generals <laughs> walking walking along, looking very like having just straight up general swagger. Like they look very confident and they're poised walking to something. And it's a group of them, like maybe five or six. And it says, "Me and my friends on our way to World War III with over seven years of experience on Call of Duty." And it's just it's really really well done. I I I giggled at that one. Also related is one that the image is like it, it's clear it's like a music producer or something like listening to a recording session and there's like a handful of people kind of watching and it's very like focused and the caption is the army looking at people's COD stats to see who to recruit. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, the text message, <laughs> the text message with U- with U.S. Army <laughs> that just says uh, in the meme dump, the meme dump uh, for this for this World War Three memes thing. Uh, there's just a <laughs> there's a single text message to U.S. Army that says that's from the person that says my mom said I can't go. Sad face. <laughs> uh, and then we're seeing yeah we're seeing that the other confluence here is draft. Like there's a lot of like potential draft jokes happening here um the the one that stands out is uh the u.s says uh we're considering adding women to the draft me and then it's it's a picture from uh i don't know what show it is but it's like i don't know probably an mtv show are you talking about the oh no it's a kardashian Kardashian? one of the jenners yeah that's one of the jenners yeah Yeah. uh, but her like closed captioning moment is next thing i knew pregnant so it's a very uh given the old nod to not being drafted oh that was on the ww3 memes official mm-hmm. yeah uh my homie after i tried to 360 no scope someone and it's a spongebob life uh it's like the lifeguard holding on to what looks like a dead spongebob and he's like sobbing <laughs> it's weeping yeah uh, the rick and morty one is uh fix the climate u.s no thank you start a trillion dollar war with I- iran U.S., you son of a bitch, I'm in, which is the Rick and Morty callback. So we're seeing a lot of, like, memes being used in this. All of them are coming up here. We got SpongeBob. We got Rick and Morty. We've got, like, a minor mistake Marvin. There's a Star Wars one in that same meme dump. When you get drafted, but you bring a premium skin, and it's Big Bird photoshopped into a scene with, like, Vader. like marching through yeah it's (laughs) perfect funny and then there's the the really good one the format where it's oh you know what i feel like this was pretty popular in 2019 it's the dwight angela meme where like she creeps up on him and he's like fuck it's always censored on the bottom one so dwight is celebrating 2020 angela saunters up and it's ww3 oh wow yeah yeah uh Yep, there's uh when you unlock your first skin in World War Three, you guys are stupid. See, they're gonna be looking for army guys, and it's Peter Griffin dressed as a clown. <laughs> well played, internet. Uh, Trump, hey Siri, how many how many miles did I run today? Okay, sending missiles to Iran today. Oh, oh, that's his face. His, yeah, it's yeah his, his, the picture is like him looking at his phone, and then him like having a true gaff moment, like cringing super hard. <laughs> oh there's a shrek shrek and donkey can, can you, you not, not go, to go to war for five minutes <laughs> the american flag <laughs> like over the donkey oh. oh lord 
Oh, okay. One more. Go ahead. So this is, this one's like a deep cut. It's Steve from Blue's Clues. And he's holding a letter. It says, we just got a letter. I wonder who it's from. And then the next frame is him opening it. And it says, you're getting drafted. And he has a very look, look of a pleasant surprise. <laughs> like a surprise Pikachu face. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. And then SpongeBob, when the World War Three memes are funny, but you're low-key worried. And it's uh, very washed out. Uh, he's screaming inside, clearly, but smiling on the outside kind of look. Yeah, so uh, once again, we're looking at uh, the world through the lens of internet culture here. And right now it is ablaze with World War Three stuff. So to the extent that, that there's a Facebook page called World War Th- or WW3 Memes Official. <laughs> the fact that it's an official. <laughs> the official. The official is the perfect, <laughs> the perfect addition to that. Uh, oh. Yeah. So here we are. That's that's yeah. the the tale of 2020. So for strong start, four days into 2020, World War Three on the table. <laughs> oh, there's another one on the Dink Mimology page. Let me find it real quick. I gotta scroll. Oh, it looks like a big like dust cloud coming over, like like billowing over a a city or a town, and it's like kind of brown colored. And Doge's face is like photoshopped into the dust cloud. <laughs> and it says on, on the Doge's side, it says climate change, the plague, wildfires, World War Three, and then the town that it's covering about to like completely smother is 2020. <laughs> so there's a lot of nihilism surging into into the into the 20s. <laughs> I I just this is a this could go on forever because I keep finding these new gems as I as I look. There is one where it's just. Um, from the backs, you're looking over a line of military personnel, and there are there is like a scrambling mass of humans uh, running away from a smoke. It looks like tear gas was deployed, yeah. and there is one single badass in the middle of the smoke, just standing there epically. Uh, and he's got a, he's got like a tank top on and jeans like tucked into jeans with a belt, and it just says Florida man showing up for World War Three. <laughs> it's just staring <laughs> down this line of military personnel. Man, a couple of Florida man. Got the Florida man here too. Yeah. Yes. This really feels like the end game of memes, right? We're taking <laughs> all of the 2010 memes, right? Yeah. Memes from the 2010s, you know, cultivated in their own ecosystems and they have their own origin stories and they're all coming together. Yep. Right? To create yep. World War 3 memes. Yeah, they're like like I said, we're seeing a lot of the, the reason why this is I think one of the stronger topics is not just because obviously it's a it's a popular topic, but also like we're seeing that confluence of so many meme te- meme templates being used. Yeah. to kind of uh, articulate how terrified everyone is of this <laughs> and how underprepared our soldiers would be if there was a draft from all the Call of Duty fans out there. And also how in a lot of ways like the the war that started, you know, the wars in Afghanistan and the Middle East, those were so abstracted from, I think, like daily life for Americans. And I think this might be the, f- and same with like the Gulf War, mm-hmm. right? Like the, those were really like abstracted wars for Americans because like at the end of the day, we didn't really like talk about it or hear about it that much. 
Um, and there's a point where, and I think with like wars in Afghanistan, it just went on for so long that there's a point where it just, and the draft wasn't really a thing then. Yeah. And I think like they were both, both of those were, were events that happened before the internet could really perpetuate things. Yes. Yes. Like right. this. Like it was a 24 hour, seven days a week kind of right. always on. You're right. The way that we have these conversations about these events are so different. And I mean, I guess should this evolve, hopefully not, but if it does evolve into really another war, hopefully not a world war, obviously, but let's just not hope for any war. You heard it here first. You heard you heard it here first. Hopefully not yeah, a world no war. No wars if we could, if we can really pick and choose here, but it's true. This is the first kind of this kind of like global event that will be that will offer a lot of commentary through memes, right? Which is pretty crazy. Like, that's true. The observation you made, right? I mean, even if you think of another event. Are you talking about, like, just looking something at. Something like 9-11. Crazy world events that have yeah, happened. But, but I I don't, I think 9-11 is one of those things where it was so shocking and devastating. Whereas, I wonder if, and, and it really impacted civilian, like. Yeah. Right. It really impacted civilians. So I'm trying to think of. Maybe there's just something about this still ultimately feeling more. I'm wondering why this feels safe, I guess. I don't know that it's safe. Like, I think in general. Or when I mean safe, I mean, like, why isn't it off limits? Because something I think like a 9-11 is off. You don't meme it. Mm, 9-11 got definitely was memed, though, at times. Yeah, but I would say in the way that we're sort of cackling about these like World oh, War Three memes, we would right. not. We would not even check for yeah the memes official homepage for that. Yeah, it's just <laughs> awful. <laughs> right. Uh, I think this the difference between that and this is like right now this is speculative and not mm -hmm. celebrating a horrific event like yeah. or or kind of poking fun at a horrific event. This is the speculation of like the. Because uh, I think for me, uh, and just in general, like internet culture is fascinating because you can kind of, it gives you the, it gives you insight into everything humans are thinking through, through trying to do it through the lens of comedy and the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, but it really gives you an insight into like what folks, what are on folks' minds in any given moment. And I think in this case, it is like the SpongeBob one wraps it up perfectly. It's like when you're, when you're joking about world war three, but you're low key terrified or low key worried. Uh, I think like, that's the real thing is um, the internet tends to skew to the side of comedy or attempted comedy or trolling to try and get a point across and, and get like and vent essentially. Cause that's the, that's the way folks are venting right. uh, or experiencing it. And I think like in this case, it is very much a uh, um, folks are ob it's obviously on folks' minds and we're going to, we're going to have fun with it until you can't have fun with it anymore. And I think that's where you start, well, the internet community would start self-policing. And I think we talked about this uh, last week when we said like, there are certain memes that would not fly now. And I think the, the difference is not that they don't happen. They, like all the memes will still happen, whether how tasteless they are, whatever, if they're racist or just ignorant, um, they'll still happen. They just won't get shared and they won't get spread as much right. as the other ones. So we were talking about Antoine Dodson. Like, I don't think Antoine Dodson happens today right. uh, just because the internet community as a whole is a little bit more, I guess, woke to that kind of um yeah. behavior and or celebrating that kind of thing so yeah so i think it's just a very interesting like right now we're speculating on events that have not happened and i think everyone's collectively hoping they do not happen but 
until it does happen, it's okay to speculate on like the goofiness aspect of it. So yeah, we'll see. Having said that, I welcome it. Yeah, there. Some of them are gems. <laughs> some of them are very uh, are laugh out loud funny. And again, like I think the the fun of this podcast in general is it's kind of a view into like when you look at the latest and greatest memes that are happening it is kind of a view in world events a view of world events that are happening right now because memes kind of deliver the news for you because it's what's on everyone's mind right so i think it's a very interesting time a very interesting way to to look at it nice little plug for our podcast there it is right we're offering a public service public (laughs) you're welcome world yeah, an academic look, or not so academic look, because we're not a, actually a experts. Totally, yeah, not so a- the least <laughs> academic look. We're just telling you what's on folks' minds. We can't tell you what to do with it. We t- we says them like we sees them. Yep, just sees them, and now we says them. <laughs> There's another one on Dink Mimology. It says cockroaches can survive everything, including wars. Me and my friends, and then the photo. It looks like actually like a maybe a classroom. Or like some sort of like academic setting because there's like little kids, but they're all dressed in these like cockroach Cockroach costumes. costumes. Or maybe it's like a theater, like a kids theater (laughs) production or something. Uh, But it's, 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 oh, Oh, and then one of the comments is, isn't this a scene from Cats? Oh, let's talk about Cats real quick. I haven't seen many Cats memes, to be honest, but I've, I've seen a lot of jokes about it, but not memes. And uh, to be to be cl- super clear, real quick, caveat before cats and then cats. Uh, a lot of the things we talked about, I don't think are memes. Some of them are because they use the meme template to get stuff across. But like a lot of them, I think, are just funny pictures that made me giggle. That's true. That's but true. But I don't know that a lot of them are memes, to, to be honest. They're on meme pages. But again, ho-ho, here we go. This is a big one. Uh, just like with news networks that go 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, you start to skew away from your ideals when you have to have a story to say. So right. they're not always sharing memes on these pages. They're sharing That's just true. funny pictures to keep That's things true. going. Anyway, wow, that was a detail. Oh, you're right. A weird rant. Oh, this anyway. is another one. So, so a general uh, category of memes that I think are funny are the ones that kind of look like someone doing a presentation Mm-hmm. of some kind and you know it's it could be something like welcome to my ted talk so this one is my anxiety explaining the future to me at 3 a.m <laughs> and it's a guy with what looks like a dry erase marker and, it's just, <laughs> and the presentation all it says on the slide in all caps is we are fucked <laughs> <laughs> that is uh too damn relatable but I do think that the presentation format is a meme category. Uh, that is definitely a meme category. It's when, uh, so basically it's just when a uh, someone is doing any presentation, it could be anything, uh, they just Photoshop in a topic on their PowerPoint presentation that is meh or very funny. In this case, we are effed when it's anxiety. Oh, I guess I could have censored myself, but I didn't. I didn't. You didn't? I didn't. Well, I didn't either, so I... Are we just making this an R-rated podcast? I'm just talking about these verbatim as I says them as I sees them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to censor. We're not censoring our topics because, uh, you know. Are you good? Zoe doesn't like it when, for listeners, Zoe is an a dog, not a Were you going to say human. an animal? You look like you. <laughs> Zoe is an animal. A dog. This is a dog, and she doesn't like it when they're 
doors are closed and she is nonstop scratching at it and it is driving me crazy. And Josh is supposed to be on animal duty again. Oh, okay. And absolutely falling down on the job. And I don't know where he is. And so <laughs> I had to text. I tried shouting for him. Like I tried muting and shouting, but I don't think he heard me. I have to give Josh a shout out though among this because yes, maybe, maybe this is a moment where, where he is slipping, but he did bring <laughs> you a muffin. Way, he did. He brought me, uh, he brought you a muffin and, and like a ma meatloaf moment. Okay. <laughs> and was, uh, we were prepping for the podcast and I see Anne kind of dip away from the mic and she's like, can you cut it up? Can you cut it up? <laughs> and Josh cut up a muffin for her. I was like, wow, what service? I know, but he did just run over here. Like the BBC Korean oh, kids yeah. <laughs> thing where he ran over like real quietly and like scooped up Zoe and like ran off. Yeah, the BBC where the, the anchor or whatever, the, the interviewee, his kid, his toddler busts in with the, the best strut of all time, elbows in the air strut. And for the listeners out there, I thought at first I was like, did that happen in 2019? I was like, oh, no, maybe this is 2018. It is, in fact, 2017. 2017. March 2017. So that is an event three years ago where they all strutted into our hearts. Our hearts. <laughs> and minds. Are your are your animals needy? No. Well, I don't know. Kind of. Pets. Is animals a derogatory term for them? Sorry. Pets. I mean, they're animals. They're your companions. They are our companions. I just don't want to sound callous because I know they... Yeah, they're more than that. Yeah. But I'm going to take like three months of bereavement. For sure. I, I'll be devastated. Oh, Mr. Tank. How old is Tank? Tank is like, we don't know. They, they like, like a tree. They, they go by his teeth. Uh, and yeah. They think he's 12 or 13. Did I say like a tree? They go by his teeth. Like a tree that they count the rings of. They go by yeah. their teeth. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. They, uh, we got him four years ago now. We got him the first year I moved here. Oh, so you got him when he was already sort of a guy. He was, a, he was nice. older. He's an older gentleman yeah. uh he's really sweet he's the chillest animal he is the neediest animal so i like when you're saying your dog loses his mind with closed doors tank also loses his mind with closed doors and he'll just sit outside and bellow and like and it sounds like a baby crying and it's the most alarming noise it's just like a, and he won't stop it's a battle of wills because like they say you shouldn't pay any attention to it even if it's negative attention you yell at them it still rewards the behavior yeah so i just sit there like uh like a foghorn is going off behind my head for 20 minutes and i i just like you can see me cringing with my bloodshot eyes yeah i don't know how to if any listeners know just email memorabilia podcast at gmail.com to figure out how i can get my cat to stop bellowing anytime i'm away from him because I'm sure my neighbors Aww. hear it too, and I feel bad. That's so sad. Poor Tank. It's not. I mean, it's not a sad moment. It's a please stop moment. <laughs> I mean, it is sad. No, it's not. He's he's super. Like he is the most dog like cat I've ever had. Because most the most time cats exist with you, but they're not like true companions. He is like always with me. He comes when I call him. We can let him outside, and he runs around. And I when I call him, he comes back. Like he doesn't go past the line. Yeah. Um, and he's like super. Like he's just a he's a true companion, a true true buddy. Uh, oh, but I'll be damned if he buddy. isn't the most annoying, needy animal at times. Where you're like, dude, I just want to be able to be away from you for two seconds, and he's just glued to you. But my wife's home, so he's sleeping with her now. Rigby, our cat, pretty dog-like. Also, he doesn't mm -hmm. bellow, but he hates closed doors. He's such a jerk. He doesn't have any business in being most of these rooms. But as soon as the doors close. 
he's pawing at it. He's scratching at it. And then you open it and you're like, are you going to come in? He's like, nah. <laughs> and he walks away and you're like, what is, why? Nothing is sacred. Nothing is sacred. If we have the bathroom door, even a little cracked, uh, like no joke, tank headfirst, like a cannonball will blast through the door and then just walk away, like saunter away. He'll scare the hell out of you because it sounds like a grenade going off. And you're like, what happened? And then he'll just walk away and be like, no, I just want to make sure you knew no closed doors. Yeah. That's yeah, really I think it's maybe a kind of a power move. Is it a power? Yeah, what's the deal here? That's such a weird power play. Like, or I can't do anything in peace or, I, or without fear of them slamming into the door at Mach 3. Zoe hasn't always been needy, but she is anywhere from 15 to 17 years old. Mm. She's super old and as a result just sort of easily disoriented and confused and yep. and I think just for her she's just like I don't like that this door's closed. Oh, cuz she's used to having free run wherever she needs to go, she can and now it's yeah. like changing her environment. Right. And she she's like I should just be able to come in here and she's become very persistent in her old age. So, it's sad. Okay. It's sad to watch your pet age. Just because it's like she gets confused really easily. and I hope it's not senility. I'll be sad if that's the case. Now you're making me feel bad. Like I'm being like rude to a, to a senior. I mean, you are. But I just want so them to old. stop yelling. Well, if like a senior was screaming all day, just screaming, I would, I would still also feel like, please, please stop. Oh, well, yeah. If it but makes you me would... a horrible person. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not. They're like. These are like mutually exclusive. You know what I mean? You can feel both empathetic because what it's coming from is senility, old age, whatever, but also be, but also be annoyed. I mean, think about baby. You can be annoyed with babies and little kids for doing a thing you don't want them to do, but also. Yeah, but I don't empathize with them. No, I don't. Sympathize. You maybe sympathize, yeah, I guess. Like, I'll, yeah, sorry that you are affecting my life in a way that makes me dislike you. Okay, that's so not. I'm, sim- I'm sympathetic to their plight. No, oh my. Okay. It's just, no. it's like it's... Father of the Year Christmas show, <laughs> right here. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's gonna be an interesting exercise because, like, I, I, I have like a very, I don't know if it's sensitive, sensitive, but like, audible things jar me and i'm a very loud person too which is interesting because like i don't know that i don't know if i adhere to my own rule but like shrill noises baby screaming cat bellowing uh my alarm in the morning i set four of them that those like really jar me to the point where like they cause me not pain but like it, the immediate reaction is stop like, like it's like a drowning feeling like when you can't catch air like immediately like my only reaction is to like get to air in this case it is stop that noise so it's like a weird weird reaction i don't know i'm strange is this turning into a therapy session <laughs> where we diagnose <laughs> we try to triage chris's like like auditory sensitivity, sensitivity? oh good yeah that's the sonic assault that the is sonic like, assault ass. yeah that is your daily existence? My daily existence is just a sonic assault. We were talking about cats, though, and you were saying that, you know, cats. Tank is very done. But there has been cat cats. memes. The Ooh, meme nice. is old as time Transition. itself. Woo! You said there's been some cat memes. You talk- Oh, I thought you were talking about Cats the movie. Oh, no, I was going to- actually to the meme. You were going to go to the memes? I thought you didn't want to talk about that. I'm happy to talk about that. I talk just about- love- Yeah. No, no, I mean, we're talking about cats. It feels like a good time to... Uh, 
it feels like the right time, right, to bring yeah. it up. Uh, so it was just a, in pa a passing thought. I've been seeing a lot of cat memes in my in my feed lately, and I've noticed that the universal noise is for a cat summoning a cat is pss, 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 which is not my universal noise. It's not my noise, but it has become the the kind of like uh, the memes I've been seeing is like when you call your cat over or something and uh, they don't respond. You call them by name, they don't respond. When you go, pss, 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 and it's a picture of a cat in like a pentagram, and it's like, you, who, whom's has summoned me? <laughs> and it's true, like, I don't know why, but noises tend to get Tank's attention more than anything else. So, yeah, I just don't know when pss, 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 became the official cat noise. I, I did that when I was a kid, too. Is that like, is that just a cultural thing? Do they do that everywhere in the world, or is that like a, I, that's, I think that's what fascinated me is like, when did cat, when did like the official pss, 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 pss become the, the cat noise? Because I just learned that. I, I don't even know where I learned it from, but I knew it. Mine is the clicking. The. Yeah, I do. So I do that. That's my, my noise for tank is. Yeah. So we do the clicking. I think the, the clicking or the PSPSPS PS, PS sort of noise. I think it's our way of trying to mimic like a prey noise. Really? I think so. Whoa. That's fascinating. Animals have like this incredible capacity to assign sounds with meaning, right? Or an action or whatever, but they don't know English, right? Or any, <laughs> they don't you, know any. Are like, you sure? Word. And I think we often forget sometimes that just because our dogs, for instance, are capable of learning commands and stuff, it's not because they know English or whatever language you're teaching them commands in, it's because they're able, they have such a sophisticated ability to assign frequencies of sound with the action or the thing that's happening. And, you know, and it's a Pavlovian huh. thing. So I think for humans, we think that if they're not responding to our human language, then the next step would be to get their attention through something that sounds All like- right. maybe something you would understand. Yeah. yeah. Or something that would get your attention because we're mimicking a sound of another, like- creature presumably like you know, are you speaking as an authority on this topic because like i would buy your ebook right now on like no i'm not but whispering. you know i listen to i like animals this is my cv <laughs> you listen to i like animals is that a podcast sorry or? i listen to a lot of podcasts okay that are related to animal content oh i like animals a lot oh i have my own animals mm -hmm. so preach hire me yeah. For your next commencement <laughs> ceremony. <laughs> all of our all of our veterinarian listeners out there. Go ahead and recruit Anne. If you need an animal talk to or empathized with, she is the whisperer. But I mean, I don't know. It seems like a pretty sound theory. I I <laughs> downgraded to personal theory. I, I thought like you were speaking in, with such confidence that this is how pyramid schemes happen. This is how Fire Festival happened. This is how Fire Festival happened. I was like, well, Anne said, I, I don't know. I like, <laughs> <laughs> Anne sounded like she knew what she was talking about. She's, she gave a great pitch. Yeah. I mean, if you sound confident enough, it's true. You know, World War Three, then World, World War Three is happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's, uh, what's the uh, record scratch now? You might be wondering how I got here. Oh, man. <laughs> Just me standing in so front of World War Three. You might be wondering how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway where the hell were we what were we talking about oh, oh my gosh that would be cats. a funny world war ii meme like with hitler world war ii meme oh i guess so it's super interesting story so here's here's here let's let's take this back full circle to our original topic um 
there there comes so that i listen to a, a, one of my favorite podcasts is probably one of the only podcasts i like listen listen to is hardcore history with dan carlin it's yeah. the nerdiest podcast ever but uh, i'll be damned if dan carlin isn't like doesn't have a voice of an angel the uh there is a he does a podcast on world war uh, on world war one that talks about like as time passes you can disassociate with people that are affected by a thing and it becomes easier to talk about. So when you, we talked about like 9-11 or like what makes a thing okay to talk about, I think the two things are like you're speculating on something that hasn't happened and isn't and like you're using the lens of comedy to deliver a much stronger message or like mm-hmm. your, your thoughts on things to try and vent um, or so a ton of time has passed to the point like we could probably say things about Alexander the Great. And it wouldn't feel like we were talking right. shit about someone that we knew, you know, um, or like Genghis Khan or whatever. So when you say like, oh, yeah, we could talk about uh, we, we could talk about like a record scratch World War II thing. Enough time has passed, I think, where you could say a thing like that. Some of it is just when you think of um, just in pop culture, Hitler has been caricaturized so much at this point, right, in a humorous sort of like. Um, the aloof... ultimate villain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he's like a villain. caricature of a villain. And even though the, there are still like a handful of people alive um, who experienced World War II, I do think that there's a certain disassociation at this point, a certain time has passed where like one of the, fu- I think funniest memes of the 2010s was the gif of the third Reich soldier or whatever being like, are we the baddies? There's also been like um, the movie uh, Dodd Snow or Dead Snow, which is the, it's a zombie comedy movie. I think it was in the 2010s. Maybe it was like 2008. Mm. But it's one of those like what if type movies where mm-hmm. um, uh, what if the, you know, the alleged undead experiments that were being conducted dur- uh, by the Third Reich succeeded. Were those alleged? Are you telling me Overlord is a documentary? I don't know if it's ever been proven, but there was speculation that there was a whole like R&D effort to see if it would be possible to reanimate the dead. And turn them into like a super soldiers. Huh. Yeah, Whoa, and that's why like I'm Wolfenstein like, is. I'm an armchair yeah. history nerd, yeah, yeah. and I never knew that. I, I like I knew they were the premise of games. It was fun to speculate on, but I didn't know that that was an actual legend or urban myth. Wow. I don't think it's, you know, who knows? Sure. Uh, but so like who when knows? you have something like Wolfenstein is actually like a game, an IP that is pretty successful, and it's inherently based on the premise of this like cartoonish caricaturized overlord who actually existed in history but succeed at a thing and then you know here we are having to deal with it yeah yeah and then dead snow uh spoilers it's a i think it's a scandinavian movie um it might be swedish or norwegian they the premise is is that the zombie nazi soldiers like reanimate in modern time and but they were like buried deep in the like alps or something somewhere it's kind of like Evil Dead-like, mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, a group of young, you know, stylish, hip, good-looking. Is it campy? It? Super campy. It's, like, it's, okay, it's not serious at all. It's like very okay. Evil Dead-like, where they're like on a ski trip, or they're camping somewhere. It's it's basically Evil Dead meets like World War II, like Holocaust-like okay. themes. But it's modern oh, day, right. and then they basically, like, the zombies pop out of the snow, and, you know, and they oh. gotta fight them. Okay. Oh, I think I actually... I remember this is a fairly recent movie, right? Like within the past five years. No, no, it's older. Dodd. Okay, well then I have no idea no. what you're talking about. I just for some reason is like, uh, 2009. Like Nazi zombies is very is way too common a theme. Yeah, there was the movie 
uh, that came out a couple years ago. 2005. 2018 is the one you're thinking. That's Overlord. No, Overlord was J.J. Abrams. That one. I love that. That's not the one I'm thinking of. There was a there was a um, a foreign film. I think it was Netflix, um, and it was a zombie like Nazi zombie movie. Mm. Maybe it was that movie that had made it to Netflix. Oh, it could it could have yeah yeah. Um, but I was like, oh, a Nazi zombie. Movie. I feel like Nazi zombies is a very, very common theme. Yeah, and I think it shows that. And all of this is to say that to your point, I think enough time has passed at this point that it's weirdly enough like it's like a trope that can be manipulated at this point with relatively like less offense i guess Rel- yeah relatively yeah i would say it's yeah it's it's still dicey it's still territory. a hot topic yeah. it will be forever yeah. a hot topic yeah, yeah. i'm sure because it was modern history right like it's not like this was a hundred hundreds of years ago this was less than well and i think the key point being ago. that it always has to be positioned as the nazis being the the baddies oh, it can yeah. never be in the context ultimate right villain. yes yeah. it's the ultimate villain and maybe make them a bunch of like bumbling like you either make them zombies like actual monsters or you oh yeah right wow yeah you actually like it's the personification of the what you perceive yes. them as yes like they're either actual monsters or they're like incompetent idiots that just got like too far yeah um but i think no matter what you know i think the context is it there but I mean, I'm trying to. Think. Anyway, yeah. So what are we talking about? What, we, we've been we've been taking some really deep diversions there. Mm-hmm. How did we? Get it's there? good. I don't know. What are we talking about? Oh, oh, it's because like the record scratch, like oh, Hitler, Hitler being up like on a podium, <laughs> being like, now you hey, might be that's wondering, me. No, I got record it. scratch. Hey, that's me. You might be wondering, and it's all because if you're confident enough, <laughs> that's that entire. That <laughs> wow. Wow. Here we are on wherever the hell we're going with Ann and Chris. Yeah. We're, thanks for hopping aboard this train. The tracks, they appear right in front of it every step of the way. We have no idea where it's the going. The podcast is actually going to be called We Don't Need Roads Where We're Going, colon, Ooh. a podcast. Yeah. Yep. With Ann and Chris. But a, a Star Wars podcast a Star- with Ann and Chris. <laughs> where we actually don't talk about Back to the Future at all. At all. At all. We don't need Rose where we're going. A Star Wars podcast. <laughs> More specifically, a Mandalorian podcast. <laughs> we're, we're a niche within a niche. <laughs> and, and a completely <laughs> misleading. A, a, World War, a World War II Mandalorian podcast. <laughs> What the hell are we talking about? Oh. Hey, here we are. You sign up for this. Any anytime you want, you can press that old stop button. You don't have to you don't have to be here anymore, but we love having you. Thanks, listeners. So I was going to talk about the stuff that I had picked, but it really just doesn't seem like the right episode for it. So I'm gonna put it what in my mean? back pocket. No, it just have we like you're it's coming off like we shamed this away from you. No, 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 no. It's just, I, I really like what we're talking about in terms of, you know, my animal, ex- my animal psychology expert <laughs> and <laughs> World War Three, and then subsequently uh-huh. World War One and World War Two, um, <laughs> And, uh, you know, and my stuff just doesn't seem, you know, that relevant. Not for okay. this episode. So I'm going to put it in my, okay. what's a good jargon? I'm going to back burner it. Parking lot. Put a pin in it. Put a pin in it. Parking. Right? 
put it in the parking lot. You're going to put a pin no! in the parking lot. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the more like jargony business term would be we're going to parking lo- we're going to put it in the parking lot. Yeah, put it in the parking lot. Yeah. Or we'll backlog it. Jargony. Backlog it. Boom. Boom. Most industry term. I noticed ESPN is sharing a lot more oh! esports stuff. ESPN. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And every time that anytime there's an ESPN, I, I was just looking at the ESPN feed and like they have a Rocket League thing. And I was like, what is happening? And sure enough, top comment, Booger McFarland. <laughs> <laughs> and and literally the the, the so <laughs> so Booger McFarland. In case you haven't heard, uh, listeners. Don't worry, we'll catch you up. Uh, so Booger McFarland is a commentator on ESPN Monday Night Football who is like uh, kind of taking the mantle from John Madden on saying something super obvious. However, he has been put in the dubious position by ESPN of having the most disruptive way of, of delivering this uh, via a giant vehicle that actually traverses the, uh, the sideline uh, with a t- massive big screen TV behind it that shows the TV version of what you're seeing live but blocks your view entirely live if you're in the first few rows. So a lot of people have like posted these super spiteful tweets about, Hey, it's great that I paid thousand dollars for the seat to watch the ESPN broadcast on this TV. So they, they've dubbed it the booger mobile. Um, and he blocks everyone's view and says obvious things. So everyone has now given him and made him this pariah. But like, I think John Madden was like more or less, it was a, um, it was, we're laughing with him. Booger, I think they're doing a little more maliciously because of the the position he's been put in. Uh, but either way, he's the new saying something obvious as a commentator during a football game thing. So sure enough, on the ESPN feed, there's a um, a video of Rocket League, someone making a great save. Uh, the first comment is um, a Booger McFarlane meme, and it says, so what happened is ESPN posted on Facebook, and 90, 90% of the replies were idiots complaining about it. And sure enough, right underneath that is is people complaining about the post on this thing so it's just uh very uh very good to see booger mcfarland uh still getting some uh still heating up over there in uh, the sports world not coming out uh if you go to any espn commentable thing there is a booger mcfarland meme right below it that is and probably the top five um what was the what we were talking about was the it was um the coach the, uh dallas cowboys head coach, coach. Yeah, so Dallas Cowboys. Uh, so it seems like Jason Garrett uh, from the Dallas Cowboys um, probably won't be coming back next year. Uh, and of course, the top Booger McFarland comment, which is I think the number one com- comment, was uh, so you see the Dallas Cowboys are going to need a new coach in the off season. Back to you, the booth. You know that kind of that kind of stuff. So uh, here we are, Booger McFarland, still uh, I think riding the wave here. I was reading um, a article. I think it was ESPN. Or maybe it was um, Deadspin, right? That's like a popular mm-hmm. type sports-related publication. Correct. They were talking about how... It's just a publication. I don't think it's just sports. No, I think Deadspin is specifically sports-related. Is it really? Yeah, because it's owned by... Oh, yeah, sports news. Yeah, you're right. Hmm. Hmm. You're right. Hmm. Uh, well, hey, as a sports fan, I should know that, but here we are. Here I am. I guess I really again. am the expert right. of all things. Of all things now, not just veterinary. Harvard, give me an honorary degree. <laughs> Doctorates in everything. I had a PhD. PhD. <laughs> Got a pretty high grade. Grade. <laughs> pretty high grade in everything from Harvard. I'm a. <laughs> I'm a. 
like a GM <laughs> of all things, a general master. Oh, uh, grandmaster. Yeah. Okay. General master. GM. Well, I was thinking of it like um like a general manager, general master. Oh, <laughs> grandmaster's an a- GM. Is like an old gaming term too from Ultima. Is where you, grandmaster is literally you had a hundred percent and a skill. Oh, okay. So anyway, <laughs> I think Deadspin or something had an article saying that the Booger McFarlane memes were going to be like defining twenty twenty. Hundred percent. Twenty twenty sports reference. And- He's it. <laughs> He's it. Uh, the, the best is, uh, <laughs> the, the good one. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens had some of the best celebrations of 2019 and it's just ESPN posting this video of like all these, like, like touchdown dances they were doing. Uh, and then the, the comment right below that, they won't be doing any dance if they don't make it to the Super Bowl. Back to you, Joe. And it's Booker <laughs> McFarlane. <kind of laughs> it's just, uh, it's just, yeah. Anything that's super obvious, everyone loves to use a Booger McFarlane meme. So yeah, go ahead and type in uh, any ESPN thing or any sports-related thing, and I guarantee you a Booger McFarlane meme will be very close behind. Good. Good. Great. Well, yeah. I mean, I think uh, I'm all out of well, juice. Yeah. You're out of juice? I think we've been about an hour. Oh my god, I think we're just shy of an hour. Should we just like... I don't know what to do. Dead air. I don't know what to do here. Yeah, just dead air for three minutes. Just <laughs> we just leave our TV on in the background so you can. Oh, <laughs> oh, we have housekeeping, low. which we haven't been doing. So maybe why haven't that. we been doing it? Uh, I don't know because we're not organized. We are pretty disorganized. I'm pretty disorganized. You're better at it. You're better at keeping. You're better at keeping momentum for stuff, whether it's organization or whatever. Wherever you point yourself. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm like uh, one of those wind-up robots. Just wind me up, stick me down, I'll just go into a direction until I run out of juice. Symbols flashing. <laughs> the monkey. The monkey. Walking <laughs> towards the edge of the table. <laughs> just plummet off the edge. Please review us on <laughs> Google Apple Are Play. You... And... <laughs> Is there a period after every one of those words? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Please review us on wherever you are listening i don't think you can review us on spotify but you can review us on google and apple podcasts so do that if you can it helps us out because it uh, ensures that we show up in searches and stuff and it also ensures that we just show up at our desks to do this yeah because if everyone hates us that's not good that sucks right I mean, well, honestly, feedback's a gift. If everyone, like, I would rather people hate us than feel indifferent. That's true. Right? Black licorice, as they say. No. I don't think they say that. Do they say that? They do say that. They do say it. I mean, I don't like it. I don't like that they say it. And I don't like that people like it. I don't like (laughs) any of it. (laughs) Anne hates all of it. Back to you, Tom. (laughs) Back to you, (laughs) Joe. And doesn't like any of it. Uh, so anyway, give us th- toss, smash that like button. Although the like button here is five star, five star us if you like us. If you don't like us too, you know, you go ahead and go ahead and let us know. We just a little bit more. We'll just have to unpack that a little bit. More. There's a good. Oh, we should have an episode about meme accounts, or right, like pro, like content creators that create their own memes, but it's like their own meme. 
You know what I'm talking about? That's a topic nope. for another time. Like a DeShare zone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? But that's like spooky memes. No, but that's different because he – okay, this is, a, this is a topic for another time. We're going to suddenly like have another hour talking about it. But there's specifically a, a, a DeShare zone meme that has his like signature skeleton spooky. motif. And it says, you have something to say, mother effer? Well, don't. Because I'm sensitive and it'll hurt my feelings. <laughs> or something like that. Uh, so the joke for DeShare Zone, which we will reiterate next time, or we'll just iterate it next time? We'll uh, iterate We'll say yeah. it again next time, is that they, they, they use, like, incredibly grim, like, almost death metal vibe, like, he, like super edgelord posters of like skeletons and zombies like cheesy like we're talking 80s metal you know like 80s metal kind of stuff uh like like zombies and skeletons covered in blood like punching the screen and then they have like really high empathy like you feel bad for them statements during it um like i'm trying my hard i'm trying my hardest please forgive me kind of deal as the inspirational thing where it should be like this crazy death metal awesome whatever the Background graphics or like the graphics of the images look like something your like trashy cousin would post on Facebook and it has like these varying like heavy metal and stuff, but they're actually pretty nuanced and even like woke and progressive at times. Uh, but <laughs> no, because they like, yeah, because they talk about, oh, I can't, I can't find it, but there is like a, a nuanced like progressivism like i think it's like there's no good billionaires or something like that oh there's something like oh yeah okay got something to say say it to my face but not if it's mean keep that shit to yourself mother effer <laughs> i did censor it i don't know why time. i love it I it's love so, it so funny yeah, we're choosing to censor whenever we want yeah it's a crap shoot it's oh my gosh these memes are just like they're good. They're they're actually some of my favorites. And you you really I you gave it a name. I knew those memes existed and I loved them. I didn't know where the, to find them and I didn't know DeShare Zone was the creator. But they're like but it's like it's weird because they're not in the way that we're talking about it. They're not really memes. Well, by the they're not, you, no, no, because they're, it's yeah. a content creation, right? It's just a content. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just, just this a, guy like making or person. We actually don't know the identity of the person behind the memes because the lore of DeShare Zone is that it's a skeleton named Admin. So like I said, there's a lot to dig into with DeShare Zone. We'll just save that for another day. We'll save it for another day, but the context is helpful. So are we changing this from like a meme podcast to just an internet culture podcast? I mean, memes way catchier. I mean, I would say all things considered, most people will consider these memes. Yeah, that's fair. I, I just feel like I feel like that podcast with your cousins was really eye open. Nieces, 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 niece and her niece friend. and her friend. Yeah. Um, no, that she's my niece too. Everyone's nieces, friend. yeah. You have you. If you come on the people. podcast, your family. <laughs> like the Olive Garden. <laughs> when you're here, you're here. <laughs> your family. Uh, your family. You, 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 when your family, you're here. Uh, <laughs> whatever they say. What do they say? You want to hear your family? I'm WBAB. Um, I am the BS barbecues, Meshes Islanders. It's weird. It's like I'm like the Manchurian candidate when that happens. If you say the word beers or barbecues or the or like the Meshes Islanders kind of like because it has like a kind of musical yeah. tone uh-huh. to it. Uh, 
I just snap right in. I can say it from heart right there. There's an there's an old for those of you that don't know. Uh, there's a there's an old. I'm from Long Island, Long Island, from Long Island. Uh, I actually I was getting I got a massage yesterday and my masseuse was like, uh, I'm from New York. Oh wait, my my masseuse was. I said I'm from New York, whatever to my masseuse, and she was like, oh, what part? I was like Long Island. She's like, oh, you don't. I'm like, I know I don't speak like. I'm from Long Island. She's like, no, no, no. And and but then I said Long Island, and she's like, oh, nope, there it is. So apparently I say Long Island like a Long Islander, but I don't say coffee. Yeah. Or dog. Well, you say long because you uh, don't say long. You say long. 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 Long Island. Long Island. Long Island. Yeah. Dog. yeah. But it's subtle. It's subtle. But it's yeah, in there. It, it, I guess. It, but it's it's definitely L A W N. Yeah. G U uh-huh. Y L A N D. Yeah. It's um, definitely like a Fran so- Drescher esque like. Like oh, accent God. on Mr. Sheffield. <laughs> <laughs> I love. She's honestly one of my earliest style icons. So we shan't really disparage Saint. Fran. No, I, I the the nanny was one of my after school shows. I would watch yeah, I it love and the nanny. I would yeah. unabashedly yeah, love it. I love her. Um. So yeah, Fran Drescher, if you're listening, you got two fans here. At least look at that. At least two two fans on this pod. 100 of this podcast is a Fran Drescher fan. Is a Fran Drescher fan. Uh. So. The, at back home on Long Island, there is a um, a radio station called WBAB, which does classic rock. Uh, 102.3, if you're all tuning in on iHeartRadio or something, I don't know, there's a plug. Uh, they do they did a, uh, like, one of those, like, silly-ass uh, radio, like, things where they would just, like, have, like, local people say, Oh, I love this station. This is my favorite go-to for the hits. So, but they did, like, IMWBAB was their slogan. Uh, and they just like had like just canned, I don't know, bits, sound bites of people saying like, I am WBAB and then like talking about what I am WBAB even means because like who who got who who knows. But one person, one audio clip for this was just the the most Long Island man, like Florida man, there's Long Island man too. And it was like beers, barbecues, Metschets Islanders, I am WBAB. And it was just it has lived on in infamy. My friends and I would all say it to each other in our friend circle, and it is like a lost soundbite to the age. Like it's, we cannot find it because it was just such a weird quip that we had all heard so many times locally. Um, but it was like a local classic rock station, so it'll never be heard again. But uh, now I brought it up to folks uh, at work, and 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 I used to work together. Sad face, um, and uh, yeah, it kind of became immortalized through work friends here as like my Long Island thing. And speaking of sound bites where you grew up, I was telling Chris before we started recording that I was in Van Nuys last night for a friend, you know, get together at a friend's place. And um, and then I said, keys, 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 keys on Van Nuys. And he's like, I have no idea what that is. And I was like, what? No You've never what listened about. to the radio in Southern California. And so any of you who are from Southern California or lived here a long time, listen to the radio at least once, you have heard that jingle I even drove by a Keys auto dealership, but that is such a, I'm pretty sure it's still, it's still an enduring jingle. You'd, uh, yeah, I, you would ask me point blank, you're like, haven't you ever listened to the radio in California? I, I, in earnest, can say I have not. Yeah, that's crazy. I've never turned on the radio in my car. I always listen to podcasts or Spotify. Crazy. The only time I listen to radio in the car because I have officially become my parents, I listen to either NPR or I either listen to KCRW Ooh, or KPCC, neither of which have like 
those kinds of ads. You know, they have like the spoken, they have like the spoken like sponsorship. Yeah, whatever, but they don't, they have, they, like, yeah, yeah, but they don't have like the plugs. Uh-huh. Yeah, so you know, I so I couldn't tell you the last time I actually listened to like regular radio. I think the moment NPR became cool was the moment I was like, I think that's my defining moment. But like, I liked it when I was in my twenties. I just was like, oh, NPR is actually kind of cool. Oh no, no, NPR is great. I think listening to talk radio is sort of a recent, like last three years. Like I think the the switch flipped when I turned 30 where I was in the car and it defaulted to a radio, like wh- whatever I didn't have like my Bluetooth set up or it didn't automatically connect. So it defaulted to the radio and mm-hmm. it was on like a regular radio station and it was just garbage. I couldn't listen to it. I was like, Oh, Oh, it was just like, it was like a, up. it was like cacophony. Oh yeah. And there's people screaming and laughing and like, I don't know what's happening. And they're always talking about some weird, like, like censored, I don't know. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did what with who? <laughs> yeah. oh, I've never done that. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, God, what was the um, Nick Kroll's radio personality on um, on Parks and Rec? Something in the Gooch? <laughs> yeah. Right? I, I know you're talking. I don't know the name, but yes, I know what you're talking about. No, no, hold on. That's going to drive me nuts. And don't get me wrong. I, that's not to disparage anyone who is a DJ. It is a very difficult job especially to keep it pg and like have to do what you do every day and like they they work they have tough mornings all that blah blah but yeah it's just not for me i just can't it feels like so inauthentic oh the it's it's crazy ira and the douche (laughs) (laughs) yeah perfect and all they do is like wacky like crazy noises and they interrupt their guests and just (laughs) With like sound bites, with like dogs barking yeah. and fart yeah. noises, and, and like or like sex moaning noises. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, ah! yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're always spamming it like over everything. And, uh, that was uh, that was um, uh, Family Guy. They had Weenie in the yes. butt, which was uh, or Dingo and the baby. Yeah, Weenie in the butt and Dingo in the baby. It was like Weenie in the butt, Ooh, Weenie, 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 Weenie in the butt, butt, butt. You know, like just like <laughs> they were just spamming it during this entire thing. <laughs> All right, so we managed to nuke. Go way over. Way <laughs> with over. a bunch of nuts, like, we're like, nonsense. We're like my my mom saying goodbye at a freaking family party where you're like, "All right, we're leaving." You get your coat on and you're like, "All right, sweet, we're ready to go." And they're saying goodbye for like 4 hours. I'm like, "What the What's happening?" They're me getting uh, off the phone with my mom. I'm just standing standing by the door. Yeah, Holding exactly. Holding codes and right, you're like, "Mom, you hang up." Ma. Ma. <laughs> Ma, I have like I have I have this tinfoil wrapped cookie tin that I've been holding for twenty five minutes while she's saying goodbye to my aunt Karen. <laughs> I like your fanfic about, <laughs> about your family gatherings. No, that's what it is. My mom can't she cannot say goodbye. It's it's very it's well known. I mean, if that's her worst trait, then so be it. Yeah, I mean that's why there's a esteemed song by Boys to Men called "It's So Hard to Say Goodbye." To yesterday, especially. I don't know who yesterday was, but. He or she sounded special to them. Yeah. All right. Well, Does that song change? If you okay, never mind. We're not. <laughs> we're not. We're not going to keep going. We're going to end it here. I'm going to put my foot down. Listener, Get me out of here. Thank you. Thank you for a solid entry into 2020. Thank you, Internet, for giving us something to talk about. Is this like I'd like to thank God? No, I'm thinking the Internet. I don't know. It's just kind of. I'd like to thank the Academy. 
Oh, that's going to happen <laughs> soon, right? Is that in January? The Oscars? Oh, for us? No, it's not happening soon for us. But yes, it is happening in March. Oh, it's in March. Not this month? March or February. No, I don't think it's January, okay. is it? Well, we can be on Oscar watch. Uh, there will be memes that come from that. Yeah. Mark my words. Yeah. There will be memes that come from that. Because uh, like someone will do something goofy on the stage or like an exception speech will go wrong and that'll be memed for a bit. Yeah. All right. Well, you heard it here first. There will be Oscar memes. <laughs> <laughs> there will be the Oscars. You heard it here first. The Oscars will happen. Um. All right. Back to you, all right. Bird. Well, hey. Thank you. Oh, uh, give us five stars. Like, email us your favorite memes and maybe we'll talk about them yeah. at memorabiliapodcast at gmail.com. I can honestly guarantee that we will talk about them because we have nothing to talk if about. We were, no, that's not true. We clearly have uh, at least an hour and 11 minutes worth of material on a regular uh-huh. basis. But the reason we can guarantee it is our inbox isn't ain't necessarily overflowing with correspondence. If you get my drift, please send us something. Please clap. Please clap. All right. Take it away, Craig. Craig. Woo. Thanks, Craig. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Due to some haphazard planning on our part, episode eight will be released on Sunday, January 19th. So we'll be back on schedule after that. See you then. Oh, wait, I gotta. (laughs) I always forget that Craig is under my purview, even though.